When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, this is Sean with It's All Grizzly, and you're listening to The Loud Spot with Sebastian. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosby, right out of Oklahoma City. I'm hanging out with the band It's All Grizzly. They won the Battle of the Bands. What's up, dudes? Hi. Hello. What was your secret to getting the votes? I know you guys got secrets. Um, reaching out to every person imaginable and be like, hey, I don't normally do the band guy stuff, but like, we vote for my band, and I have a lot of friends, so they were like, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is, is really. And you know what? You guys got a ton of emails also. Like, not only did you guys get the uh, Facebook polls, you also got about 20 plus emails on top of that. So you guys hit well over 100. Fuck yeah, that was my goal. That was my goal. I mean, so I, I kind of said it was close a little bit, and it kind of was, but like the next band still wasn't like even close enough to even almost say you guys. Weren't gonna win. I knew you guys were gonna win like the third day. You guys started sharing the shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the hustle, man. That's what it is. It's like this day and age, you just gotta fucking hustle. You, you do, and you guys, you guys live in Arizona. Are you friends with the the guys from Sleep for the Week at all? Yeah, yeah. those are our homies. Yeah, I talk to Steven all the fucking time. Like he actually wrote me, he's like, "Congratulations on winning," and I was like, "Yay!" <laughs> <laughs> so, how long have you guys been around for? Uh, like three years, three, four years, three or four years. And you only have two MP3s? Yeah, uh, we're the still fuck? on the road. <laughs> right? Well, actually, we're sitting on a song to get a video done with it, but COVID hit, so yeah. that kind of prevented us from making the video, so we're still going to do that, and then our EP's almost done. I think we have, like, one or two more songs to finish. Awesome. Do you, so do you guys have, like, teddy bears... Are your guys' thing I noticed you guys have because it's like it's all grizzly, haha, fucking cute teddy bears. Ah, I get it, you know. Do you guys is that is that is that when you guys do your concerts? Do you guys have people like throw teddy bears in the in the crowd? Because if you don't, you need to. 
I want to, but the thing is, is like teddy bears are expensive, man. <laughs> no, no, dude, don't they, got, don't, don't they got like a dollar store? Yeah, but like those teddy bears suck, and like they might have like cyanide in them, and I don't want to throw them out to people. We we love our fans more than that. Yeah, <laughs> we, want, we want premium teddy bears. We not... do have a guy dress up in a bear suit though, a bear that mask, that jumps around stage into the crowd. I saw that on your music video, and your music video looked super fun to make. I, I went to work the next day hungover. Let's just put it that way. Like that, all that beer was killed, was mostly killed by me and this dude right here. <laughs> <laughs> dude, there's like a guy crowd surfing. Like, and you guys are in a, is that a living room? Yeah. Yeah. Is it that, is it that living room? Uh, basically, basically yeah. we moved into another apartment. So it's basically the same out layout. So what you're seeing here is basically, basically the, the actual set of the music video. That's pretty cool. So, Okay, so you guys, you guys are a five-piece band, right? Yes, it sir. always amazes me when you got five guys in a band because it has to be hard to get together all the time for band practice, concerts. You guys got, I mean, right with your own separate lives, team works, girlfriends, boyfriends, maybe I don't know. <laughs> you know, is it is it hard to come together as a five-piece band all the time to to make time, like even for this podcast? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dipper and I both have kids, so that adds, like, another dimension to it, you know, because we always got to prioritize family. Uh, music's great, but we're not going to let the family slide by the wayside on that. that. That's why I do my podcast at nighttime, because by this time, the wife and kids are asleep. <laughs> like, And some bands are like, we're used to doing daytime interviews. I'm like, yeah, well, I got a job during the day, and I got a family, so I can't just, this isn't my, like, normal, I wish it was my normal job. I mean, it's a job still, but it's not like, it doesn't pay the bills. <laughs> you, yeah. know, you know what I'm but saying? If it, did, if it did, yeah, that'd be a different story because then we'd probably all be together every day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. That, and that, that's, that's the goal, I think, for every band and, and for people like myself. We're all entertainers trying to make a name for ourselves, you know? So what is, what is um, Same Sin's Different Devil? When did you, so, you guys write that? Uh, probably when, like, a, a few years ago, right? Like it started out as a riff for our old band, actually. Like, we wrote that, like, guitar riff. What was it? That would have been, like, 2014. Yeah, 2014. And we were playing it one time in practice, and Dipper over here was like, what is that? Play it again. And we reworked it out. And what was that? Probably we wrote it, like, two or three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole idea of the song is about, be careful who you meet in the bar. So the whole idea of the song is, like, this chick meets the devil in the bar. Ooh. And, like, she doesn't really know it till the end of the song. And, like, then she gets pregnant with the kid of the devil, man. So it's, like, don't always be so trusting of who you first meet. And that's the general idea of the song is, like, yeah, some people are great up close and personal. But, like, you never know who they are behind closed doors. Dude, no, I actually I actually wrote a song. Similar similar concept. Not obviously as cool as you guys. But it, but, but it, was, it was a similar concept. Concept. Is all five members in the band right now, are you guys all the original members when you guys first started, or has there been some changes? There's been a slight couple changes. So our first drummer that we had, um, let's just say don't do drugs. Like, yeah. if you're going to be in a band, like, if you want to smoke weed, that's fine. If you want to drink, make sure you, like, you have control of it. But, like, anything outside those two realms, for the love of God, don't fucking do, because you're going to get kicked out of your band. No one's going to want to deal with you. And then we got Jordan, who I like to call him the original drummer, if you want me to be honest, because fuck the other kid. Like, he's been here longer, and he's done more more for us than the other kid did. 
Let's get let's, let's get Jordan on camera real quick. <laughs> Hi, Jordan, get in here. Come on, no. brother. Oh, am I not on? Oh, there you go. No, no, he just. <laughs> There's the five guys right there. It's all good. I'm recording this for YouTube. That's why I wanted him to stand up. Although half your faces are cut off, that's okay. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> I say I'm tall, so I'm not this much. I know nothing about this problem. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, much better. I'm a, I'm a, thank you, IT. I'm a fucking magician. There's the legend oh. right there. Right in front of your face. It's all Grizzly Battle of the Bands Winter 2020. You know, I don't know if I'm going to do another one this year. It took a lot out of me, man. It really did. Like, it was a lot of fucking work doing about 30, Dude, felt, 35 bands. That's a lot of bands. Dude, I felt bad for you. It was like, this dude's going to have to count up all these fucking votes for each of these fucking bands. I was like, I don't like counting in general. So I was like, I couldn't imagine what you were going through. It was actually pretty easy because the Facebook polls did the counting for me. And then the emails, it was like, it's all grizzly, it's all grizzly, it's all grizzly. Then a band called Hop. Then it was like, hop, 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 hop. It's all grizzly, it's all grizzly. Random, random vote, you know, for another band. And then like same, like, it's all grizzly, it's all grizzly. So it was, we had about 146 emails, but it's, it was easy to say that most of them um, went to you guys. And a band called Hop. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Hop and uh, A-Pubs, who yeah. both messaged us separately to congratulate us. Those dudes are cool as shit. That's awesome. Evan's going to get a hold of you guys uh, for the, the band drawing. Has he got a hold of you yet? Uh, yes, I talked to him yesterday. We're, uh, we're working on getting together for a design and kind of figure out what we want to do. Dude, that dude is so awesome. You guys are going to be, you guys are going to love it. You guys are going to love whatever he does. Sorry, that's our bomb. Uh, <laughs> it's just to let us know that it's time to take a sip of beer. Ah, beer thirty. I'll take a sip with you. Hey, let's let's play let's play same sins different devil. Let's play it right now. What do you think? Yeah. Do it. Let's go.
go. There you go with Same Sins, Different Devil. You know, you guys are the first band, actually, that I'm interviewing in 2021. I did a podcast, but that it wasn't a band interview. It was with an old business partner of mine, or kind of still a business partner of mine, not old. That's not fair to say old business partner. But I did want to ask you guys a question. So, and I love this question. On stage, right, is there ever a time where, I'm sure you guys have all done it, where you're like, fuck, what's the next verse or line or next instrument? And then you're like, I'll just fucking make something up real quick. Does that ever happen? You just like wing it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. It, it happens. Uh, if you actually go back and watch the last live stream we did, I think in Same Sins I actually did fuck up a little bit. But I had <laughs> ear monitors in my ear, so they kept falling out. So I kept missing parts. And I'm like, uh, huh? what? Oh, yeah. Uh. So, I mean, I mean, fuck ups are natural, but that's why you have the rest of your band to mm-hmm. kind of fill in that void that happens. What does everybody do in the band? So I know, I know Big Guy in the Middle, he's the singer, right? And. Okay. I'm a guitar player. He's a lead. lead I play bass. Yeah, drummer. Drummer. <laughs> He's like, I caught you. <laughs> Process of elimination. I you when I when I used to play in concerts and bands all the time. There was one time I actually used to sing for a band, and I forgot all the lyrics to like all the songs. <laughs> and and I didn't I didn't sing. I just like did a screamy rap thing, you know. And I forgot every single lyric to every song. I just I don't even know what happened. I was like, oh my god, I just went blank, and I just started screaming whatever I could, and it, it worked out. I don't think the band ever knew what I was talking about, anyways. As long as it sounds good, and like no one's really listening, yeah, no one's really yeah. listening to you. You can get away with it. They're like, oh, I don't know the song. And you're like, sweet. Exactly. Oh, I made this whole song about eggs for some reason. There <laughs> yeah, there you go. What's What's the most embarrassing thing that's happened on stage? I know I broke a tuning peg on stage. I was moving around and hit a speaker and broke it and just went instantly out of tune right in the middle of the song. That was, that was, that's not that embarrassing. I mean, no. that's kind of like in back if you like fall and like you farted or something like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> No, I mean, yeah, that's that's embarrassing. Yeah. happened to me. I felt I rolled over Amy House once. We were playing like this bar show, and then I couldn't get back up because I was fat. I am fat, <laughs> but the point is, is like I was screaming, <laughs> and I was stuck on the couch, and the bed didn't know where I went to. So it was, it was, it was. I think that was the most embarrassing moment for me, at least. But we don't really have embarrassing moments, huh? Yeah, mine was pretty weak too. It was just uh, we went to start uh, Ricky Spanish, and I realized I had bumped my reverb knob, so it was all the way up. So it's just like this wash of echo on the guitar. Yeah, nothing, nothing exciting from us. <laughs> so yeah, nothing like you know, yeah, like Dave Grohl falling off of the stage, yeah. like that. But... Knock on wood. <laughs> right? No, for real. What's just too much echo? Biggest okay, do you guys only play in Arizona? Or have you guys like traveled state state lines? No, we want to though, but with COVID, like we were hoping for like last year to like have a lot more done and maybe like branch out in the world. But COVID happened, so I mean like it kind of stalled everybody a little bit. So once it's over with, yes, we plan on going everywhere else, but for right now we're kind of just stuck. You guys trying to get a booking agent or do you guys just do everything yourself and just try and try to keep it that way? Um, so actually I'm going to give a shout out to this dude. This is his birthday, uh, Aaron Quintero. So he goes by Aaron Mitchell. He does all our production work. Um, if we really needed help booking or anything, we would just go through that cat. That dude is our, I mean, everything to us. Like that dude helps us with everything. So, I mean, if we, you know, if we're like, Hey dude, can you help us out? He would help us out. So that's probably who we'd go through if we couldn't do it ourselves. That's all. As far as when you guys do play shows, do you guys have like a merch table set up? Things like that. 
Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We have merch. We have all that. Um, Check out our Teespring too. Yeah, yeah Teespring. We have shit up there. Uh, once the new, hopefully, once you know, COVID's over, we start rolling back out shows. We'll have all new merch that's not up on the websites you can get. That's the biggest thing for every single band. Do I? And I started doing this podcast during COVID, right? I started this in August, okay? And I was like, I fucking talk to people. I'm good at talking to people. I'm gonna talk to bands. And I did. And the number one complaint, obviously, is like fucking coronavirus, dude. Like ruined. Everything for every musician, every comedian, every kind of in the entertainment industry, even the movie industry. I mean, it's all been, it's all messed up. And but you know, I think a lot of band, bands have found motivation and also became closer as a band during this time because they're just they're just focusing on practicing and not so because when you're just doing show, 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 show every week, you don't really have time to practice, especially when you have kids and a family. But when you have time just to focus on your music, I think it makes the band stronger together. Definitely. I know I've been trying to spend a lot of my time like trying to focus on, I guess, improving myself on an individual level, too. Um, I do a lot of the composing and arranging for our songs, so I want to be bringing, you know, better people as we go forward. So, you know, I'm working from home right now. Um, I use a lot of that time that I'm, you know, any kind of downtime that I have, I'm trying to do, like, you know, practice or learn something new on the guitar. Who, who who would you say, who's the main writer of the band? Like, does it go guitar? Okay. <laughs> right there. Yeah, I'll usually, uh, a lot of our songs, it's all have like a riff that I write out and I'll start like dreaming up arrangements and, you know, just using like MIDI loop drums and stuff like that to build like a really basic framework. Um, but I don't write any like leads or if I record bass, it's just, you know, the root notes of the guitar, um, you know, and then I'll bring it to the guys and be like, you know, hey, like, Here's like kind of the overall vibe, um, you know, kind of. You're like, you're like, you're like, here, guys, you better fucking learn this right now. <laughs> and, and don't mess it up. Well, I, I think of, I, I kind of, you know, build, I guess, the framework and then uh, they come in and kind of like flesh it out more. Sauce it up. So he builds the frame of the house and then we build the house. Right. So yeah. Like, that makes, I think, I think, I think most bands probably do that. Right. I think most bands, I think it goes guitar and then you can either go you got to have the drums laid out almost immediately after guitar, right? And then the oh, yeah. vocals. And then, you know, you get lead lead and bass are kind of like, yeah, we'll get to you when we can. <laughs> Let's get everything so, else going. And then everyone else can join. So with that, actually, I would go last. So because I kind of, when I write my vocals, I'll either take like a little bit from the lead or I'll take a little bit from the drums or I'll take a little bit from the bass. So I use them overall. So I'll be the come, actually the last one that comes in and lays my vocals down because certain instruments provide certain parts for me to add a flow to uh-huh. I'm really big for hip hop. So I really listen to that. And that kind of gives us where a little bit of dynamic in our music, where it kind of flow different in certain areas because of the different parts of the song. Do you get some of your ideas of what you're going to say in the song from the music as well? Yeah, actually. So I'll sit there and then I'll hear an overall vibe of the song. And then I'll be like, I know what this song's going to be exactly about. And then I'll write my, my song off of it because it gives me a certain vibe that I feel from these guys. That gives me the idea. Hey, this is what the song's about. Here that's, you go. <laughs> that, 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 that's awesome, man. Let's play Beast of the Night. How long ago did you guys write this song? This is our first song. So this, oh, like, this is the first song you ever wrote. Yeah, this is like as we started as a band. This is the first song that brought us together. And then when we got him in, it actually became a full flesh song. And then we got him in and it just became something beautiful. Um Sean, Sean came in after the song was written, but his parts vary a little differently, so right. he has his own flavor into it. Yeah, he has his own, his own he throws his own little ditties in there. Make you got to make mm-hmm. it your own. Got to make it your own. 
Let's play It's or not It's All Grizzly. That's the band's name. The band's name is It's All Grizzly. <laughs> yeah. Let's play Let's play The Beast of the Night. And I literally I want everyone to check out this music video. It's super cool. And you have that little weird like evil looking dude in the background in like Shout a lot of the scenes. What is that? Shout out to John Hassemeyer of oh, yeah. GTH Visuals. Yeah, he shot the video for yeah, us. Shot and directed it. This song is about my drug dealer. He's a really nice guy, but he tells me to lighten up. Let's give it up for Ricky Spanish. <laughs> I died. There we go with the Beast of the Night. That's crazy. You guys wrote that song three years ago. And I, I think people are still jam. I mean, people are still jamming it, you know? Yeah, I actually uh, started, like, uh, I actually wrote that back, it would have been 2011. That was when I was actually deployed to Afghanistan. I had, like, this little Ibanez acoustic that I had shipped over. And uh, any of my downtime, I spent a lot of time playing that thing. Um, so, yeah, I actually wrote that riff overseas and... Yeah, when we started jamming, it was me and Ben initially, and then 
uh, brought Justin and he moved in like across the way from us at the same complex. That was okay. delightful, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you, um, have you guys all known each other since you were kids? Or like high school? Uh, me and James have. Me and James have been friends for fuck, uh, what, like 17 years now? 16 yeah. years? Yeah. And then they've known each other. And then I knew Sean from the scene. And then I met Jordan through our, our old bass player, Andy. Dipper and I didn't know we knew each other from the scene, though. Like, we grew up in, like, the same town for, like, the longest time and just didn't hang out. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Dude, that's crazy. I, how, now, where do you guys actually live in? Like, what city do you live in in Arizona? Tempe. Yeah, Tempe, Tempe mostly. Yeah. Tempe. I love Isn't that a college town? Yeah, it is. I Fuck love it. I had a layover, I think, was that Phoenix right there? Yeah. Yep. I had a layover in Phoenix, and I was like, where am I going to go? And I went over to Tempe and hung out, dude. It was such a cool time. A lot of skateboarders, lots of bars. I think it was downtown Tempe. I think that's kind of like the hip spot, isn't it? Yeah, Middle Avenue. Yeah, Middle Avenue is the place. There used to be a bunch of venues up and down. They've all been shutting down because of COVID and the lack of just. I know. I bet it sucks down there right now because nothing's going on. Dude, like, we're one of the worst states for fucking COVID, so it's fucking awful. Yeah, people are all still out there screwing around and hanging out at the bars anyway, so. Are all, are all the venues shut off completely? Yeah, we haven't seen a show since last March. Right? Last show was March, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, but one of the venues out here is doing live streams now, so we are, January 8th, we're playing, right. and the, uh, this Friday coming up is a place called The Nile that's trying to stay open and, and keep going, so we're going to be playing for them, so hopefully we can bring them some, like, yeah, the historic style theater. They've been around since like the twenties or something. It was originally okay. like a movie theater. Yeah, yeah. Because I know Sleep for the Week did a concert uh, out there, and I think it was like social distance kind of. They had like the stage, and I, there wasn't a whole lot of people there. You know, I think that if they were, they were all separated out. But I know they were able to play at least. Well, that was pretty cool. Yeah, we, we played. We played with them on that show. It was a live stream. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Oh, so yeah. you guys were there too? Oh, yeah. you know what? I think I saw that. Yeah. I'm such, I'm such an idiot. I think I, I think I saw where they actually said, cause did you guys play before them? Yeah, we did. I did see that. I, did, <laughs> I, I, did, I don't put two and two together sometimes. You know, like I, don't, I don't do that. Dude, we, we never put two and two together. We got five. Yeah, we got five. We can't come put two and two together. <laughs> so was there, peop- was there people there then? There, were, there was, wasn't there? Yeah. A little bit, like just it was, the crew, really. yeah, just the crew and really. the other band, yeah, yeah, and the other band. So it was really like, really small, and they were super far from each other. So like, social distancing was a fucking thing there. So oh yeah, but at least we got to watch them from far away. So that was cool. Was but play, cool. but playing concerts when you're in a band and you don't have the crowd right in front of you, right there, it kind of takes away some of the energy. I think. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. Go back and watch it. It's really funny because Dipper, like halfway through, he goes, "Look." There's 10,000 people out there right now. We're fucking up. <laughs> what, what are some of your favorite uh, concerts you've played with other bands? Like, would you give a shout out to any other band that you had an awesome show with? Oh, shit. There's so many. Uh, Scarlett O'Hara and Sleep Waker. That was uh, this past December at Pub Rock in Scottsdale. Probably like my personal favorite. Awesome. Someone Call Home was on there. Uh, yeah. An awful mess. Anytime we played with a continent named Cola, American Standards. One to no one. None to no one. Fuck, dude, there's the week. There's so, there's so many. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta say Sleep for the Week. We just talked about him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to 
Shout out to other homies in different states. I've got a buddy in Hade, uh, a band called Hated out in another state. Like, there's so many bands that we've interacted with that are so amazing. I just can't name off the fucking top of my head. There's so many good bands out there. It is absolutely, like, literally, there are. I can't believe how many. I didn't think there was that many great unsigned bands. Turns out there's millions of great unsigned bands everywhere. Yeah, that's why I always see all these, like, you know, like, stupid little comments on, like, you know, social media or whatever. It's like, there's no good music anymore. It's like, I was like, are you, you check listening? Out, you can check out my buddies in Dosis. You know, they're a good, they're a good local New Jersey band off that East Coast area. And not just bands, either. Solo artists, Rio Wiley, yep. God Samaritan, ETC, Rue Villain. Yeah, Arizona's a breeding ground for music. Tarot Blood. There's, there's so many, Arizona is, and I said it off the podcast when we were talking, but Arizona and, like, Virginia are my two top favorite, like, completely different styles of music. Like, every state definitely has its own similarity as far as style goes. Original still, but there's definitely a sound to a state. I, and not every band's going to have that, but there, but there is, as far as, like, whatever genre you're doing. There's kind of a sound, like, Oklahoma has a certain kind of punk rock sound. That I, that I love, you know, and then uh, Arizona kind of has like you and Sleep for the Week and, uh, you know, another band, Silence the Voice. You guys don't sound the same at all, but there's definitely a similarity. I think it's just because people kind of grow up together and you guys play music together in different bands and so that's probably why. Well, I think if the sun melts our brains. Yeah, the sun melts our brains. Yeah, the sun melts our brains too hot. <laughs> <laughs> Our buddies on Smile on the Center just like had just like an amazing breakdown. They're probably one of the heaviest bands out here, yeah. I'd say. And Exiled Martyr as well. There's, dude, this this there's a, a breeding ground for just heavy music out here, but also there's also a breeding ground for like pop and rap. It's, right. it's and we've all played shows together, like and with fusion all. artists, like Dropout Kings. Yeah, dude, yeah. like Dropout. If you've never heard Dropout, oh yeah, are they from Arizona? Oh yeah, yeah they're the biggest band out here. Yeah, they're huge. Like, they're, aren't they? They're like signed and shit, right? Dude, they're fucking, boys. they're fucking sweethearts. Shout out to Adam, Chucky. They're all, all they're all nice. Like, if you ever hit them up, I'm pretty sure they'll talk to you. Like, they're fucking really nice dudes. Hell yeah, I will. I'm going to tell them you told me to hit them up. <laughs> I'm going to name drop. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 oh, that dude. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were on your podcast. Now, fuck your podcast. We don't want to do it. Hey, where can people find you guys? Do you guys have merch for sale? On like, do you guys have a website, or is it just kind of during shows? Or what do you guys got going on with that? Teespring.com slash it's all grizzly. Uh, you can also check us out on Facebook. You can find us on TikTok. We've been putting some shit up on there. Instagram some teasers and things. Uh, Instagram. Uh, basically, Twitter. anywhere you can find us. Amazon Music even has us. Yeah, we're all over the place. Like any streaming service, we're on there. I gotta get with the TikTok, man. I just I don't do it. My daughter has, and I told her to delete it. I make goofy ass videos, and I just send them hit it to him, and then he just puts them up. Yeah, I cut them up, and I put our songs in and stuff. The other this lady I know, I did. A, I'm doing this recording for her, like a little remix, and she live. You know, she doesn't even live in the country. And she did it. She made a TikTok video and put it on Facebook. And I was like, "That's pretty cool." And I'm in it, you know. And I don't even have TikTok. <laughs> it's the way of the future, man. My God, get in there! For you're like, it's those 15 to 60 second spurts, dude. That's all the attention span people got anymore. That, it's true. It's it's social media has done that to us. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'll tell you that right now. Well, like I said, congratulations for winning the battle of the bands. Um, I can't wait to see what Evan does for you guys. And the drawing. Do you guys know what kind of style you're going for as far as artist work goes? Or you guys kind of let them just do whatever? I was, hear me out, guys. I was thinking like movie monsters. 
Yeah, I just got on the spot. What are you thinking about? Yeah, do you guys figure it out? Get with him. He has all kinds of different styles and paintings he can do. But I want to thank everybody that listened to Battle of the Bands, everyone who voted um, for It's All Grizzly to win, every band that was on the Battle of the Bands. I still got to get you guys' trophies made. And Candy's supposed to go with you guys about helping you guys grow uh, probably a band page and do some promotions and share your music. In the meantime, please feel free. Feel free to share your music on the Loud Spot Fans page I started. I let bands put music on there. Uh, I don't know that that many people listen to it, but but, we, but you can do it anyways. <laughs> and, I mean, we got a lot of people that listen to the podcast, so you're going to get some uh, recognition on here also. Uh, so we appreciate, we, we appreciate you, your guys' music. All the fans, this has been awesome. I don't want you guys to go anywhere. Stay right there while I play the outro song. And to everyone listening... We got a great month of January and already looking like it's going to be a fantastic February. So keep listening to The Loud Spot. We'll talk to you soon. This is The Loud Spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Does nothing short of tragic have his back again? Does everything that's good really have to end? A pin post has to pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order, this is over. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.